Hello, this is Brian Auten of Apologetics 315, and we are reading Is God Just a Human Invention? and 17 Other Questions Raised by the New Atheists by Sean McDowell and Jonathan Morrow. This is Chapter 4, and I'm joined by co-author Jonathan Morrow. Chapter 4 is entitled, Is Darwinian Evolution the Only Game in Town? Now, this one's a hot topic for many who object to Christianity, particularly the New Atheists, how do you tackle the subject of Darwinian evolution here? Yeah, this is an important one for uh, Christians and uh, non-Christians alike to wrestle with. And what we really try to do first, Brian, is in this chapter to clearly define our terms. I found almost no other area of discussion in debate exploring the Christian faith and science. It found it more helpful to define your terms. So here's what we want to do. We want to define, well, what do you mean by evolution? Because that can mean a lot of different things. It Perhaps it means change over time. Perhaps it's a full-blown a full Darwinian picture of the world. Well, we're going to need to want to unpack evolution and what that means. We also want to unpack uh, what, under, what intelligent design actually is. And see, the main claim is that nature exhibits patterns that are best explained as the product of intelligent causes rather than undirected material processes. And we unpack that and show the distinction uh, between intelligent design and evolution. Then we'd look at some of the common icons of evolution, whether or not it's homology or biogeography or pseudogenes or some of the objections about that. And we kind of try to put this debate in context because you'll hear triumphalist uh, claims by Richard Dawkins that you know evolution is a fact, 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 and all these kind of things. And so what we try to do is define our terms and then explore some of the evidence for and against uh, Darwinian evolution as it, as it is and the importance of intelligent design to this debate. And what's also fun, at the end of this chapter, we had one of the leading proponents and advocates of intelligent design um, join us uh, via interview, uh, William Dembski. So he's got a great little piece that follows this chapter, so you'll want to read that to kind of get a little further insight from one of the leading thinkers and theorists in the intelligent design movement. Thanks, Jonathan. And I hope you'll read along with Apologetics 315.